0: Welcome to the Story X Story podcast, where we discuss stories across pop culture plus give you advice on creating your own. It's episode number 29, and today we're going behind the story. I'm your co host, Nigel.
1: I'm Tazzy, streamer and co host.
0: And our guest today is a cosplayer, Casey from LM Cosplays. Casey, welcome to the show. Hello! Cool, thanks for joining us.
2: Yeah, no problem happy to be here.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, before we get into it, I just want to remind listeners that you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, YouTube, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also send us feedback and questions to feedback at mymatter.com or just throw them at us on social media, at mymatter on Twitter, at mymatter tees on Instagram or at Tazzy on both. Now, let's get to know our guest
1: so today we're talking with Casey aka Mangaloo uh from Maryland in the US um so we're going to talk a bit about uh cosplay um so first of all how did you get into cosplay how long have you been cosplaying for
2: Alright, so it's a really funny story of how I actually got into cosplay. Um, but like, you know how like peer pressure is sometimes like portrayed very negatively. In this case, like I got into cosplay because of peer pressure. Um, it was about I think it was like seven years ago, my friends peer pressured me to go to a popular convention here that's really known for cosplay called Katsucon. Um they were like yeah like it's really fun it's super nerdy you can dress up as whatever you like and like get to meet a lot of cool people and at first i, I was like really on the fence about it because i didn't know if i'd fit in and I'd be like okay like plus i was very shy at the time so i was like oh, i don't know if i'll like this but they were like you could dress up as whatever you want so i was like okay then I guess I could cosplay a Pokemon trainer. So I decided to, like, throw together a OC Pokemon trainer from the contents of my closet and go to this con, like, completely, like, oblivious to how much that I was, like, fell in love with cosplay because you could actually, like, like being there, like, I saw so many cool designs that people, like, threw together or made and I met so many interesting people and like from there, like I just don't look back. Like I'm just like I, I love cosplay, and I'm like I've been addicted ever since.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Did anything um, at Capsule in particular stand out to you and inspire you to sort of actually cosplay more regularly as a thing? As a,
2: <laughs> I would say it's definitely the people and how they put together their costumes because. They were like most of the people there were, I think, in cosplay the time that I went and like going up and like meeting these people and being like, wow, like, where'd you get your cosplay or like, how'd you make your cosplay? It was really interesting hearing their stories and hear uh, things like how they've made it like, oh, yeah, I've used googly eyes for the rivets of my cool cosplay uh, thing that I made or like this is made out of cardboard and I paint. Up like really cool and like whatever and it really inspired me like because i was like oh well i have cardboard i have like googly eyes and things uh maybe i could make something too um plus being a big like nerd and that kind of thing like i have like geeked out a lot seeing like some of my favorite characters in real life and i wondered if i could do that too with like more characters beyond just my little uh, closet pokemon trader um (laughs) So I was like, maybe <laughs> I want to do some more and see what else I can create after being so inspired by all these amazing people.
1: So what was your your next cosplay after your sort of like thrown together closet? closet uh... a-
2: after my thrown together closet cosplay, I, I did a few very simple costumes. Uh, I think my next one was... I'm pretty sure it was Liz and Patty uh, Soul Leader costume, um, which are they with my sister. And then I think it was a Starfire from Teen Titans. And then the one that I actually like had like a new sense of pride for because I like super challenged myself was actually um, I think it was like my third costume or my fourth costume, which was my Nightingale costume. Skyrim, which was oh, really challenging. It was a very ambitious build because it, it was entirely made from pleather, which was a pretty new material for me to sew after not sewing for years. I, th- I think the last time I sewed was like in high school for like a class, and I was like, I'm gonna make this really intense. armor from a video game I love that is entirely made out of this really complicated fabric called pleather. I didn't even know how to pronounce the name at the time. I'm pretty sure I pronounced it as P-leather. I was so inexperienced. (laughs) Um, And I just dived right into that. Um, I managed to finish it after having a lot of fits on like sewing it and like having my machine not sew the material because it's really complicated and hard to sew. Um, But I'd say that was probably the costume that really made me most proud of my work because I like because it was such a challenge and it was it was something so new to me
1: that's cool uh so what obviously you've been cosplaying for several years now And what are some of your favorite cosplays
2: oh gosh that's such a hard question because (laughs) I love them all so differently um gosh uh like for instance, I, I really like my Ruby cosplays, which I have probably some 20 of, um, because I love her character, and her designs are, are like, really cool. She has a really big scythe that turns into a gun, and I love that. Um, yeah. For one, I, I also super love my monster designs, because I love taking crazy characters that are, like, insanely cool, like the Xenomorph Queen or Godzilla, and finding ways to, like, humanify them or make them into a Gajinka and kind of like take characteristics from the creature and make them fit for something like to be worn at a pool um so i think that's really fun um but choosing a favorite gosh i don't think i can cuz i love them all so much
1: <laughs> i feel that um i have a similar thing with games so
2: <laughs> oh yeah oh, oh my gosh i feel that too. <laughs>
0: For me, for me, it's when people ask me what's the favorite, uh, my favorite comic that uh, I've made, um, and it's like, how could I <laughs> yeah. choose? Like, it's like yeah. I can't
1: choose. They're like <laughs> my
2: children. <daughter.
1: laughs> how dare you make me?
2: It's like choosing a favorite child. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so, what like, what is your main draw to like a character to make you cosplay them?
2: Um. Gosh, uh, I would say I really like uh, cutesy characters, uh, for one. I also look at, like, their personality and that kind of thing. So, like, sweet, hyper, um, nice. Um, But then on, like, the completely opposite spectrum, like, I'm just like, I want something cool and badass. Like, I want, like, this really strong character, like my monster stuff. I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) So I channel a very, like, cutesy, monster-y feel. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Um, So you make your cosplays yourself. Um, Describe the steps from idea to showcase, um, sort of like at a convention or a photo shoot.
2: Yeah. Um, So most of my costumes, I do handmade. Um, so how I begin is, uh, the very first step is the most important step is the research step. So I pretty much figure out how I'm putting things together, what parts are being completely made from scratch, what parts I am getting pieces for and modifying and what pieces I'm buying. Um, so I'll, i like start there. Sometimes I'll have a concept sketch, um, like for my Kajinkas and that kind of thing to base stuff off of. Or... If it's based on a character like someone from a video game like Borderlands, like I've done Tiny Tina, I'd, I'd have like a billion reference photos that I like refer off of. Um, from there, I get things like materials, and while I'm waiting for materials, I start doing patterning, like duct tape mock ups, and uh, like drawing things out and pretty much preparing for when those materials come in. Or if I already have the materials, I'll just like start with what I have. <laughs> um, generally, it takes. At least a month. Uh sometimes it could take up to six months for me to make a costume, depending on the complexity of it. Um each costume has its own things to it. Like some of them are more foam built, or more fabric built. So everything will be very different. Um and then like by the time like it comes to the convention, you like usually I notice that I like to work up until the last day of the con <laughs> the day before i leave for the con which uh is probably very unhealthy but it's what happens because i am constantly working on costume. and i'm constantly looking at like oh how can i improve my costume what can i add to my costume what else can i do so i'm always like okay right before i go to the con still working on the costume get to the con so it on, Throw it all on for, like, the first time. Be like, wow, I'm done <laughs> All that hard work.
1: <laughs> That's cool. I mean, I've, I've had that a lot. A lot of cosplayers I know are literally, you know, cosplay crunch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cosplay like is it. definitely real. <laughs> and I've noticed, like, you do quite a lot of sort of or quite a few mashups or oh, really yeah. original ideas so like your ruby borderlands cosplay yes yes. how did they come about
2: okay so i love mashups um especially when it like combines two things that i love so like for rubylands um before i cosplayed a lot of ruby i actually cosplayed a lot of borderlands because borderlands is like one of my favorite games um and uh how that idea came was both uh, Ruby and Borderlands have a lot of guns and it's like really cool Sorry. weapons. And I was like, "Well, <laughs> like, what if we combine the two worlds?" So I took two characters. So I took Ruby, who I like cosplay already, and Gage, who I play in Borderlands, and combined the two. Like, I took characteristics from the two of them. So, for instance, like I took the general aesthetic of um, Gage. So, like with her vest with the cool little logo that's on the back and her little lunchbox and that kind of thing. And and then I was like, okay, what if I apply like Ruby stuff to it? So for instance, the vest, like instead of it having the skull on the back, I decided to do like, okay, so it's going to have the Ruby rose on the back and the lunchbox was going to have the little Zwei butt on it. And like, it it would all have like little different characteristics that kind of touched on both Ruby and Borderlands which was really fun to do because I love both so much and to have like little nods to each series was really fun to do
1: that's cool I love how they came about because I love both those characters as well too. Uh, <laughs> I um okay so on the other spectrum we have like your I think you called it like a
2: play. oh yeah <laughs> A cods play like that's the sea bass one right yeah (laughs) oh god that was so much fun to do i think that was like one of my favorite costumes of the year
1: (laughs) how did you get that idea honestly
2: so to be honest that was a three a 3 a.m decision which are always like kind of iffy decisions but this one was great um so i was online and i saw something like kind of called like a Fish flop, which is a flip flop fish that you can put on your feet. I don't know, and I I was like so so amazed of this idea. Like I was like, what an amazing pun! Like this is so ridiculous. And then like I I was like, okay, so I know I don't need these fish flops, but I need them. Like I must have them, and I need to make a costume that revolves around this fish flop. Fish flop. I don't know why you say (laughs) fish flop. (laughs) Um, so, like, I figured, what if I cosplayed a sea bass, um, because everyone's been catching the sea bass in Animal Crossing, and that's a really big game right now, like, I know I play that game every day, um, and annoyingly enough, like, I catch sea bass, like, every day, and I hate it, um, yep. so what <laughs> if I cosplayed a sea bass, so I, uh, impulse bought the, uh fish flops um i found a really disturbing fish head online and got that too um got a swimsuit a whole bunch of scales to paint and glue to the swimsuit and and just made this entirely cursed costume (laughs) that was completely built up on puns and memes (laughs)
1: that's great that's absolutely excellent um so what's like the most frustrating part of making a cosplay
2: i would say the most frustrating part is definitely when you like reach roadblocks and that kind of thing or like you're working on something and you're just not really feeling motivated um that's a big issue i like i know especially like right now with like all the cons uh, like canceling so it's kind of hard for people to stay motivated because it's like what am i even building this for um so that's definitely hard um personally like for me like i know a hard part like that i have like is like starting the costume because it's like so new and you like get to start with like different patterns and i hate patterning like i do so much patterning and i hate it um personally like i would much rather like be at the detail stages. like can i just fast forward to detail no we gotta do patterning patterning takes a lot of time so i definitely say like between the like starting a costume can be like pretty hard and rough and like especially like starting a costume like during a time like now where like where it's like what am i starting it for um you kind of have to like find ways to like motivate yourself to like be like oh like it like this will be worth it at the end like you got this fam
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um what do you think you're better at now versus when you sort of first started cosplaying
2: oh gosh there's so much that I've improved on um because like uh for instance like I, I like to go back and um rework costumes or like do remakes or improve on things like for instance like my tiny Tina Borderlands. I I think I've redone that costume like five times. Um, definitely, like my sewing has improved tremendously uh, because I've been sewing for so long. I've I've gone to school and t- and taken classes and worked in like a costume shop. So that's definitely improved tremendously. Um, my foam work has gotten much better. Uh, like before, I had no idea how to. Cut foam, but I've i practicing, and especially with a lot with my Doomslayer costume, which I'm currently work uh, so currently building, which is almost entirely foam. Um, I th- I think I'm also have improved on utilizing different uh, so materials. Um, so, for instance, like I'm exploring things like different clays and different moldings and resin casting and, and all types of things that i like during like well when i first started i would try out and i would just be like oh, i don't know what i'm doing um but that's what's really great about cosplay is like you can start and be like super clueless but like as you make more and more things like you definitely see how much you improve so like it's definitely like practice makes perfect uh, or close to perfect because you're never actually going to hit perfection or at least i don't think so because i'm just like oh i can always get better at something um yeah but yeah i think i've improved in a lot of uh spots with cosplay which is really cool to see
1: so um when you did a recent mayamada creativity interview you mentioned you like a challenge what has been the most challenging cosplay
2: Oh gosh, this was a lot. Um, okay, so Godzilla was definitely a big challenge, um, considering that costume was made entirely from foam clay, and I had to make it so that it's safe to take into a pool. Well, if you've worked with foam clay, like you'll know that foam clay uh, kind of melts when you get it wet. So I, <laughs> I'm taking to it to a pool, and I don't know that doesn't really work well. Um, Additionally, I wanted to make the spikes light up. Um, And uh, again, going to a pool and uh, electronics plus water um, don't mix. Like at all. Um, So I had to get really creative with how I was going to put that costume together. Um, So to solve the foam clay problem, I decided to use something called Plasti Dip, which is like a rubber kind of like primer sealer thing um and i sprayed that um and painted it on the entirety of my costume because it was all foam clay and everything was like hand sculpted um to protect that foam from melting Uh, and i painted it up like super nicely and sealed it so it was like wouldn't come off in the pool um and then, like, for my electronic issue, I actually found some, like, key light things that had enclosed uh, so batteries and uh, were fine to put in, like, things like, uh, so vases and things for, like, parties. So they were, like, waterproof. So I got a ton of those. I had, like, I think I had, like, some 70 of them or something. And I had to make each spike um, have its own set of lights and i had to make it so that um things like the pieces for the tail all were detachable so i can access those light spots so i can like light each one one by one which was a fun time <laughs> it was a lot of work um but like it like i ended up accomplishing it at, um and i got it all to be pool safe not fall apart and look really cool because it like the tail f- additionally floated uh because it it was a pool a pool noodle essentially. Um with like little foam plates with the waterproof lighting and all that fun stuff. Um but yeah, I definitely say that is one of my more challenging costumes that I've done. Um that and that uh, my Doomslayer costume definitely Very challenging, which is my current build. And that's just like super challenging because it's so much detail. Like every time I look at the reference photo, there is more details that I missed. I'm just like, no, (laughs) got to go back and put that in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it seems like you learn a lot from that cosplay.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. What, What do
1: you think the sort of biggest lesson you learned from that that you'll take forward into new cosplays?
2: I think the biggest lesson that I learned is nothing's necessarily impossible. Um like since I, I didn't think that I could make something that would be safe to wear in the pool, but it but I found a way. Um so like I like it made me more confident in my abilities and um like more open to different ideas and to try new things and to challenge myself with new materials. I think that was the biggest takeaway that, that I actually had from that costume is I could do things that I might have seen like as not possible, like if I started. So it definitely gave me a new sense of confidence.
1: That was good. It's a really good lesson to learn from it, right? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So, obviously, I know at the moment, conventions are a thing of mythical of past. Yeah. <laughs> I like unicorns. We don't know when they're they going to appear.
0: Or will they appear again? Yeah. Soon
1: yeah, right. I know. Oh. Soon there'll be stories of, of the past. Um, but hopefully soon we'll be able to eventually get back to them. So, oh, yeah. typically, not when we're not in quarantine um how many conventions do you normally attend as a cosplayer
2: normally i go to one to two conventions a month um except during um the spring and the fall like during the spring and the fall like it's usually like one or two conventions period because there's not a whole lot in the fall and the spring um it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot of traveling and a lot of like putting stuff together like really quickly to wear to a new con that it's fun though I miss it like I miss the crunch and I miss <laughs> traveling and seeing friends it's just like ah can't wait for the next one
1: I'm sure yeah. I'll be back soon
2: <laughs> and
1: I'm so lonely. and you'll be happy that you spent a lot of time making new cosplays <laughs> exactly
2: yeah <laughs> Have all this time to work on cosplay.
1: <laughs> What's your sort of like approach to going to conventions? Is it like do you mainly focus on hanging out? Uh, do you ever host events? Do you do any panels?
2: My main focus is experience. um I, Like, it's one of the reasons why I fell in love with cosplay was because of the community. I love the community so much. I love to meet people. People. so like that's a big reason why i host events like uh for instance like i put i i host things like cookie parties which are like little gatherings where we all get like little cookies and we all have like a little picnic type of thing which is really fun um i love sh- uh the panels um so i love to go there and like things or host something and like spread my knowledge to a community um meet them and Also, I love to go to conventions to, like, reunite with people who I haven't seen in years. I feel like most of my friends are all from the cosplay community um, that I've met, like, throughout the years. And a lot of them, like, I see, like, once a year. So it's really like a big family, like, reunion. So whenever I go to these cons. So I definitely say that's probably, like, one of my all-time favorite things is seeing my friends again and making. Friends. I think that's so important
1: yeah definitely what's been your favorite convention I'm sorry to ask oh, you another oh, gosh. Um, <laughs>
2: okay. so I have to like break this down into like like maybe three um rtx is definitely one of my favorites that's a rooster teeth convention down in Austin Texas um I love that one because it has a very like small time feel um even though it's really big, um, so a lot of my friends go uh, go to that one, and, um, like, Rooster Teeth themselves are, like, incredibly nice and incredibly, like, great to their following, and, they're, and they'll host a lot of things, so you get to which is really cool. Um, another one that I super like is Colossal Con. I like ColossalCon a lot because it is essentially a water park con, so it is the most, like, different out-there con that I've ever, like, really gone to because there's not a lot of water park conventions.
1: Um, Never it, even heard of it before. <laughs> didn't know that was a thing.
2: <laughs> it is really cool. Wow. This is what happens uh, when you live
0: in the UK. It's like, you can't have nice things here.
2: You guys see the classic on there, like, classic UK. That'd be great.
0: I'll, I'll talk to
2: someone. I
1: mean, water and our cold weather, I'm not oh, sure. Oh, yeah,
2: true, true, true. That's a good point. Well, <laughs> indoor water park. You guys can have, like, an indoor That's water true.
0: park. <laughs> And we do get like a good two weeks of summer per year, so yeah. no, was, and we don't know uh, when. We don't know when that's going to be. Oh, wow. No, no, it's like a surprise yeah. because we have
1: lockdown. Obviously, it's lasted a whole month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and really that's true. as soon as we're allowed anywhere, but
2: <laughs> I feel that <bad. laughs> man. You guys need a- Um uh, but yeah, definitely that one. Like, it also has like uh, like a. Like a laser tag and an arcade and like a uh, a petting zoo. It has like so much stuff. So that's why that one's so great. And then of course the last one, which is a new one that I went to uh, this last year, was Holiday Matsuri, which is in Florida. And that con's like really fun because it's uh, around Christmas time that they have it. So generally most people take characters and cosplay Christmas versions or holiday versions. And Aww. I think that's really cute and fun, like festive way to like kind of like celebrate their fandom thing. Plus it's really close to like Disney World and uh Universal Studios. So after the con, like I know that uh so me and my friends went to Harry Potter World, which was really fun. <laughs> um so like there's a lot to do with um that con, which is why it's on my fans list. <laughs> so I definitely <laughs> break it down to those three. <laughs>
1: I, I'm just like blown away by the the water park one still. Yes, I'm just going to be thinking yes. about that constantly.
2: <laughs> like definitely look it up. Like it is really cool. Um, yeah. Like I know like one year they had like baby tigers that you can go pet. Really cool. Um, <laughs> I like, know oh, they don't have the baby tigers anymore, but they definitely had it at one point and I was super jealous I wasn't there that year because I was like, I'm I would jealous. love to like hold a baby tiger.
1: <laughs> my heart is literally melting right now. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> okay, I need a minute. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's what is a, a lot bit. of process? Yeah, it is. It is like a water park. Petting and baby tigers, literally. Oh my god. Like I'm serious,
2: like look at these music videos that people put up from this card. Like it is like crazy. That's how I found it. I was just like, oh wow, I gotta go to Colossal Con now. They have a tiger.
1: <laughs> as soon as we finished recording this, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna yes. watch the video. It's like wow.
2: <laughs> yes, definitely.
1: Um what has been the best reaction to a cosplay that you've done?
2: Um, the best reaction that I've gotten um i really like the like reactions to things like my gajinka builds like for the monster ones like especially like when i'm like making it like because it's not necessarily the monster like it's a gajinka version so it's like minai version so i have to like take things and like be like i hope this portrays as a shark from jaws hopefully it does So like when people come up to me and, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're Bruce the shark from Jaws. That looks awesome. I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's what I wanted to like get from this costume I spent so hard working on. So I think that's definitely like one of my favorite um, reaction, like is when it's like it's kind of validated that like I actually portrayed something um, to look the way I wanted it to do uh, to look. Even though it looks vastly different, um, so I'm like definitely really like that.
1: Awesome! So you've convinced us that we need to head to the US for some yes, yeah, <laughs> um, <over. laughs> but have you it. been to any outside of the US?
2: Ah, uh, no, I want to so bad. I like okay. So a dream con that I really want to go to, I, th- I think it's like MGM in London. MCM. Oh,
1: MCM. mcm that's yeah. it
2: like i see these, so many pictures from that con and it looks so fun and i have a lot of friends up there so i'm just like okay so i so, okay so i need to get my passport maybe within the next like year or two and yeah, go time. up there <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah there. <laughs> and eventually fun. make it there like that's a dream con um yeah. same thing with like games con i think that's in germany yeah, um, no, that, that one looks one really bad Like I'm a huge gamer nerd, so I'm just like, oh, I want to go so bad. Um, so we should do like an exchange trip
1: type thing. Yeah. But,
2: exactly. <laughs> I'll come over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Austin, and you kind of for, like games, and games gone together.
2: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: You know what's another good one is uh, Japan Expo in France in, in Paris. Oh yes,
2: really yes. I, oh my gosh. Like there are so many overseas cons that I want to do. Uh it looks so fun. And I like see all the pictures all like through Instagram and through my friends they are just like, ah, oh, I wish I was there one day. <laughs>
1: It's always the worst thing. I'm even like that with, with UK, UK ones. I'm like, I can't go to this one and I'll see people posting from it. And I'd be like, I'm on my way.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Cannot stay away from them. Uh, well, now I can because I have to. But Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that too much. <laughs> um. Yeah, so obviously there's not, like, cosplay school.
2: <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> but is there any aspects of your cosplay that you've had any kind of formal training in, or is it all self-taught?
2: It started off as self-taught, um, but then I, like, like really fell in love with costume um, while I was in college. So I decided to take classes. Um, for instance, like, I've, I've taken design classes uh fiber classes art classes um costume classes i've worked in a costume shop um i've run not run i founded a cosplay club um so i eventually like kind of was like okay so i really love this hobby i want to do more with it so i just decided to include it in like every part of my life so it was like I'm going to take all these classes I'm going to like have a job that involves cosplay I'm all these things so I can improve my craft and it definitely has like I'm so thankful that I actually did like what I did because I don't know if I'd be here doing what I am doing if I hadn't done it so yeah definitely took, uh, took classes and things to help prove which helped
1: yeah So when when are you at your best with Create and when do you work best?
2: Oh gosh, like I've like cursed of being like best at working either at the really late hours of the night, like 3am. I'm just like, I'm so motivated. I could stay up (laughs) all night and work. Or the very rare times that I do wake up at like eight in the morning and I'm like okay got my cup of coffee I'm ready to work but that rarely happens because usually I am staying up till 3 a.m or 4 a.m because that's the time I get really motivated it's easier to stay awake than get up in the morning is what yeah. I,
1: <laughs> I think we suffer from the same curse that's literally how I got through like school was yeah doing photography it was like I'd be up till 3 a.m be late for my other lessons because yep. they were in the morning, but get to photography and be like, all my work is done and it's great. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was up till 3am. Like, <laughs> it must be a creativity thing. I think As so. Well,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> I guess um, I want, are you probably, I don't know what happened to my words just then. <laughs> so you're similar with me to me with staying up late. Are you similar to me with, like, crunch time? So I'm very good at working really well last minute. Uh,
2: Yes! Oh, my God, (laughs) that is so true. Like, when it's, like, a week before the con, like, I get, like, really, like, focused. I'm like, okay, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to, like, work super hard. I, like, work, like, 14 hours a day, and I'm just like, all right, (laughs) we're going to get this costume done. Let's, let's go with this con crunch <laughs> i think that's what i'm most focused to get something done and like miracles happen and and, and they do get like mostly done. <laughs> but it's i like, feel that
1: yeah, yeah limited time you're like it's now or never so yeah, this idea is just like boom. <laughs>
2: exactly. exactly i feel that i really do
1: um, so we've touched on a bit about you know, obviously, at the moment, being stuck at home, it can really be hard to find motivation. But how do you stay productive when you're working from home?
2: Well, when I'm working from home, like how I uh, keep my production going, um, I like try to like make goals for myself. So like each week, like I'll be like, OK, so I want to do this. Like I want to finish the blade of my doom costume this week. Um, and it's like I like do like goals throughout the the day and got the like to do, um, and then to like kind of keep myself focused. Um, I like to like play something that's in the background. So sometimes I'll have like a podcast on, or I will be listening to like maybe like the Doom soundtrack because I'm working on a costume, and that gets me really hyped up and motivated. Um, so I think that's like really good to have up. I also liked um, to watch things like vlogs and things. Um, so if there's a con that I'm like looking forward to or something that like, I'm like wanting to do, like for instance, like right now, like I'm on a big Mothman kick. So I've been watching like stuff like on Mothman and, um, stuff on like the Mothman festival, which I want to do eventually. I don't know if I'll do this year, but eventually I'll do it. <laughs> um, so that's definitely, definitely have been keeping me going and keeping me wanting to, to, uh, to make more, um, and then, of course, like once I get to a point with my costume, like once I get to like doing detail work and I finally start to see things coming together, that's when like I'm kind of like self-motivated because I'm like, oh, man, this is almost done. It looks so cool. And I'm just really trash for details. Like, I love details so much. So like from there, like it's just like I got this. So mm-hmm. once I get to that detail point, like it's like, OK, there is nothing that's going to stop me, not even me being really sleepy and wanting to go to bed mm-hmm. <laughs> at 4 a.m. <laughs>
1: cool and what do you think the what's the biggest mis- misconception about cosplayers
2: uh biggest misconception um i definitely say is people who think that it's just dressing up it is definitely not dressing up it is a lot more um like as for as like with the building stuff which i briefly like discussed like it like it takes a lot of time to put costumes together Like. I know most of my costumes take me, at minimum, a month for me to put together. And that's me, like, waking up, working through through my costume up until I go to bed. I don't stop working until I, like, go to sleep. So, (laughs) yeah, I would definitely say it's, like, the amount of work that goes into costuming. And, like, uh, now, like... um, cosplay is my full time job and like a lot of people are, are, are like, wow, that's such a easy job. No, it's not. Like I swear. Like I, I I don't stop working. I am working all the time. And it's not just on cosplay. Like I'm also my own accountant. I'm my own uh <laughs> promoter. Like I do all the marketing stuff where I do all the finance. I do all the shipping. Like there is so much that goes into this um that a lot of people have like conceptions about. I just like Like an easy job when in reality it's probably the most difficult job that I've ever done but I love it so much I don't feel like I'm working uh because this is what I'm so passionate about
1: yeah I think people forget when someone's like creatively uh self-employed they just see like the creative bit and they forget that like you have to do all the uncreative bit which is actually torture (laughs)
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate throwing my taxes <laughs> so, uh,
1: Literal torture <laughs> uh, it really
2: is well.
1: Um, So uh, listeners, you can give us your feedback on this interview uh, You can let us know what you think about it by sending an email to feedback at myamada.com um, So we're now going to ask a creative tip um so what is your top tip for new cosplayers
2: my number one tip for new cosplayers is definitely don't be afraid to fail um people all have a place that they start like you're not gonna like draw up something and you're gonna be like picasso like like that's just not gonna happen um so you have to just accept that there will be flaws but don't accept that that's gonna be like just how it is um because there's always room for improvement and like at like the more you make costumes and the more like you practice and that kind of thing you'll definitely see it um that's what i really love about cosplay is like there's no end all to it like there's no like oh this is the best i can do um because there's not like you can always improve like you can always get better you're not stuck at like being kind of really bad at doing something like it just takes a little practice and time. Uh, you just have to have like determination, and you have to believe in yourself, um, and be accepting that that you will make mistakes. But like the next time you go back and do it, like you'll probably improve. You'll most likely improve, and like that's what's so great about this hobby. Like, th- like you can learn so much from it, and it's so it's so rewarding. And I like so recommend it to people. Like. You just kind of just have to hop in. Like, if you want to cosplay, just do it. <laughs> Believe in yourself, you can do it.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Very motivational.
2: Uh, so we're going to have some
1: bonus questions, some more, like, fun general questions.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to, like, I'm just going to jump in and, um, and throw more questions at you because this is what we like doing. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> um so actually you, you just out of interest you mentioned like you know you listen to podcasts while you work do you have any podcast recommendations
2: yes um lately i listen to a lot of rooster teeth podcasts so like the rt podcasts. i have achievement hunter um that kind of thing i definitely recommend them they, they have a lot of podcasts um, so if you're looking for someone to listen to super recommend i also recommend things like on youtube like Like if you're looking for like crafting things, um, like there's a lot of cool cosplayers who post uh, like how they build things and whatnot. Like I I watch like Kamui cosplays uh, tutorial stuff a lot. Also like um, Punished Props has a lot of really good ones. tested. There's a lot on YouTube. So if you're looking to get like really motivated and see how people like create things, I definitely recommend. They're amazing.
0: No, that sounds good. Um, so I was also thinking like this whole, obviously that discussion about conventions and um, sort of like not being able to do the usual thing. And like earlier today, I was uh, I was listening to someone talk about how, you know, obviously going through a big change, but it's a case of, you know, it's not like your, your goals have stopped. It's just like you're finding a different path um, to them. So I guess for you, like social media is a big thing um Like, how do you think it's changed cosplay, and how do you see it being sort of used more, like going forward? Now that that's one of the main, maybe in some cases, only places that people can display their cosplays.
2: Well, like for well, one way how I've seen it change with everything that's going on is, for instance, like um, a lot more people are streaming uh, because you really can't go and like do a panel at a convention. Now. It's it's all at home. So like uh there are a bunch of conventions that are solely the websites. Um so they'll do like a online convention, which is super cool to see. So people will like have like these little like stream days where they'll like stream a panel or they'll stream like a cosplay gathering. Um, which is really interesting, uh, because like like it allows us to like kinda have a con without like so it's like a nice kind of like filler thing to have during the really weird time. Another thing that I'm seeing a lot with um, online and like social media with cosplay and the big changes and whatnot is uh, a lot of people are like, for instance, um, doing cosplay at home. Like maybe they're getting like backdrops um, and shooting from home. Like I know that been doing that a lot so i have like a whole variety of backdrops now so i'm like set for the next uh so i can continue to shoot my costumes um and having content um which is um on another spectrum like some people um are handling it a little bit differently so they are more so like using time to kind of have a break because like uh, for, like, before the whole situation with COVID and whatever, like, I know a lot of people were like crunching out costumes and like that kind of thing, but now with all the content cancelled, um, this gives people more time to work on things or maybe give themselves a break, you know, play like some video games, but just calm down a bit, get back to cosplay events. So people are handling it very differently, and you can definitely social media. Hmm. No, it's cool.
0: Um... Yeah, I guess, like I said, it's, like, just using, kind of using what you've got to still achieve, like, the goals that you, you set out to do in, in your mm-hmm. case, like, cosplay and things like that, and, yeah, I definitely oh, yeah. get the, the more time element, because even with uh, with myself, like, having, sort of, more time has allowed me to think about, sort of, future stories, future manga stories that uh, I want to work on, so, yeah. Um, True, exactly. Yeah, I was also I was looking at your uh, Twitter, and so feel free to fact check me if I've got this completely wrong. But uh, there was a mention of uh, wanting to cosplay as Keanu Reeves. Is that true?
2: <laughs> oh my god, yes! Oh, uh, that would be so great. Um, because I think it would be so funny to like walk around a con and just tell people that they're breathtaking. Yeah. Um, I I would live for that that would be the funnest moment like I feel like cosplay like what makes cosplay like a lot of fun like is like becoming the character and like just having fun being this character I think being Keanu Reeves would be so much fun
0: it must be pretty cool to be Keanu Reeves even if it was oh just yeah day.
2: definitely definitely yeah, right. And you can call people breathtaking all day I'll be there for that yeah <laughs> dresses john wick and call people breathtaking throughout the day i am ready
0: (laughs) do you have a favorite keanu reeves film
2: um uh, john wick is really cool like i love the action in that so i definitely say that
0: okay so i haven't i need to catch up on I, i mistakenly watched part of the third one um, mm-hmm. those are my fault. It's already on, so I feel like I need to go back and watch them in the proper order. So that's oh like yeah, I think I've,
2: I've seen one of them. Like, I need to watch the rest of them. I'm I'm just yeah. so far behind in watching things because I've been so busy throughout the year. So, but hey, I got time. Like, I mean, I th- I think my next con is in like a few months, so <laughs> I got a lot of time to watch things.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, actually, speaking of uh, watching things, like. Um, just to wrap up, like, are there any stories that you're you've been able to catch up on, like uh, films, TV shows, uh, anime, books?
2: Um, Evangelion was one that I actually just watched um for the first time because I am so behind in watching things. So I actually watched all the movies, which was really cool. Um, I also watched a slice of life anime called. The melancholy life of haruhi which was really funny Mm. really interesting as well um there are still a lot of shows i need to catch up on but i'm like i get like really excited about a lot of different things so i just have a lot of shows that i'm like currently watching and i think like i still need to finish demon slayer i haven't finished it yet but oh it's so good (laughs) just like we'll finish it during this weird time definitely
0: Yeah, I feel like you've got like a big virtual list of things that you're just going to be working through. Yeah, I guess we all have, really. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, no. uh, As a final thing, just where can people find out more about you and the projects you're working on? Let us know.
2: Uh, Well, I am on most social medias. Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, Twitter. If you look up Labanac, uh, it is Cannibal spelled backwards, except with a K. Um, A skull should come up. That is me. Or you look up LM Cosplays, Glabanac and Mangaloo Cosplays, and I'll also... But if you see the cosplay skull, that's me. That's where you can find all my cool stuff.
0: Fantastic. Uh, Yeah, we'll put those in the uh, episode description so people can uh, click through and check that out. Cool. But yeah, no, thank you for joining us. It's been really... uh, yeah, it's really good listening to like your journey and um, everything that you put into your, your work as a cosplayer.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, oh, definitely. Um, so yeah, uh, listeners can check out all our episodes, past, present, and future uh, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on uh, YouTube as well. Um, you can also leave us a review if you enjoyed the show and just generally help us spread the word uh, of what we're doing on Story X Story. Uh, by sharing the podcast with your friends and followers uh, and all that good stuff Uh, so we didn't talk too much about it today but uh, we do make our own stories um myamada is a manga universe for different characters and you can check out our manga style comic books at MayaMada.com forward slash manga and we also have a video game event which we are currently adapting to be an online video game event and um yeah, just thinking about how to integrate like cosplay into that as well. So these are all some of the things that we're going to be thinking about. But you can check that out at gamepad.events. And when we get more information on how to get involved, uh, it will be right there. And so, yeah, that's been our episode for today. Thanks for joining us. We're going to have more podcast episodes, uh, sort of more guests, more interviews from different creators and more deep dives into stories across culture A final reminder that our email address is feedback at you can send us your feedback on anything we've discussed today and check out the website to listen to episodes and subscribe at myamada.com forward slash story x story until next time stay tuned and also stay safe take care